I've been working at Santa's workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. When you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can get a powerful Internet experience and nationwide coverage on the most reliable network. Choose the data option that's right for you. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Based on root metrics by IHS Markets Root Score reports 2H2020 of four mobile networks. This podcast is brought to you by the North Star, an independent media company fully supported by our members at thenorthstar.com. We are able to speak truth to power without fear or hesitation because people just like you support this work with their monthly and annual contributions. If you're already a member, thank you. If not, join us so that we can continue our liberation journalism through podcasts, articles, activism, and so much more. Again, join us now at thenorthstar.com. It's the pathway to freedom that's leading to the North Star. Have you seen the video of six-year-old Kaya Roll? who was handcuffed, put in a police car in Orlando, Florida, taken to jail. She was arrested and then booked on charges for throwing a tantrum at her elementary school. If you haven't seen the video, it's on my Instagram profile right now. I want to talk about what we can do about it. I am so angry and frustrated that it's still hard now even days later after first seeing the video for me to even talk about it i want to unpack and explain what we saw there talk about what went wrong and try to point us in the right direction this is sean king and you are listening to the 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 breakdown the the breakdown You may not have realized it if you just saw the video of Kaya Roll, the six-year-old girl who was painfully, horribly arrested, handcuffed, taken to jail. I'll talk more about that arrest and stuff here in a second, but you may not have realized that we actually talked about her case months ago here on The Breakdown, including action steps that we had, calling the school, calling the school district, We even had a hand in getting the officer fired who arrested her. And the uh, uh, police chief there in Orlando said it broke department policy and more, and the officer was fired. But we had not seen the video. And seeing the video made what we assumed was a horribly disgusting moment, made it all the more clear that it was as disgusting as we thought it would be. I want to play the audio for you this morning, not to make you suffer, but to put in context the pain of the moment. Before I play it, I want to explain something that teachers and staff, and if you view, there's an even longer version of the body camera video. If you view it, you'll understand this. Cairo, like six-year-olds often do, anybody who's ever been a parent of a six-year-old, 
anybody who's ever taught or managed six-year-olds understand that six-year-olds do throw tantrums. It happens. She did not have a knife. She did not burn something down. She did not make a, a threat of murder. And even if she did, that would not have warranted an arrest. It's preposterous that we're even talking about this. But before the police came to handcuff and arrest her, she had already calmed down. A school administrator was reading a book with her as Kaya sat calmly and coolly in a chair in the office. She had she had turned a corner. She had processed her anger in whatever way she needed to, and the situation had de-escalated. At that point, that the officer still decides to proceed with handcuffs and an arrest is outrageous. Let me play the audio for you. Your grandma can come pick you up, okay? Oh, oh, I was in school. I just got you. Right. Oh, come on, let's go. No, please let me go. Okay, oh, you can tell me what happened in the car, okay? Everybody at this school failed Cairo. I don't care what anybody says. I believe that when we just read about the story months ago and did our own action steps back then, the principal, the assistant principal, every teacher, you should have thrown yourself in front of the officer instead of allowing a a a bur- one the officer who arrested her is a huge man instead of allowing a huge man who also mind you was charged with child abuse himself many years ago instead of allowing this officer to basically assault Kyra a girl who had calmed down after a tantrum you should have intervened And I don't want to hear from anybody that they did. No, nobody there intervened. Nobody did. Not the other officer who was on the scene. Everybody there had a moment where they could and should have said, you know what, we're not going to do this. Not, do you have to do this? That's, no, no, of course you don't have to do this. And, And I want to talk about that for a moment because 
police officers, and it's something I need you to understand, police officers have wide discretion on who they charge, who they arrest, how they arrest, and how they charge people. Like, they have widespread latitude and discretion on how and what they do when an arrest is possible. They understand that they could give someone a ticket, that they could give someone a pass, and that this officer walks into an office and sees a calm child and decides to arrest her with zip ties, handcuffs her while she begs for it not to be true, begs not to be put into the police car, not to be sent to jail, and he still proceeds with it. With nobody intervening is outrageous. Here's here's what I know. Your character, your integrity, your moral courage is not really about where you stand in your own head, how you think you'll be when a tough moment comes. Your moral courage, your integrity, your ethics are about how you respond in a moment that tests you. This is the moment. This would be the moment to say, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're actually not going to arrest a six-year-old child from our school. That's actually not going to happen. And people at the school deny that they had anything to do with it. I still don't believe it. How did the officer even know to be there? How did he even know what happened? Of course you told the officer. And of course you refused to intervene. It's disgusting. And Kaya's grandmother, who understood that something horrible had happened to her baby, still said in an interview that she did with the Washington Post that it was way worse than even she imagined. She just did not understand the horror of the moment. And that takes me to our action steps for today. Action, 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 steps. Take action, 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 steps. So many of you have asked me, I, I see it right now, I'm looking at it this very moment. I see in the Instagram comments, even on my page. So many of you are asking First, what can we do to help Kaya? And I'm working on that. I'm trying to see if we can support her directly in a way that will help her and help her family and give her peace and comfort. And we'll try to turn this moment around so that she is not just purely a victim, but that she feels our love and support. So I'm working on that. And I hope here over the next few days to have some instructions and opportunities for us to actually help Kaya in a, in a beautiful way to give her the support that we think she needs. But it gets down to two things. One, um, I am grateful that in Orlando, there is a district attorney, Aramis Ayala, who I know and love and support who immediately saw this, Aramis is my friend, and saw this case and said, oh, hell no, we're not prosecuting this case. 
I, I want you to understand how powerful that is, that Orlando has a woke black woman as its prosecutor who saw this and said, oh, no, nah, we're not prosecuting this little baby. We're not doing it. Like, I need you to understand that that's why we started our organization, Real Justice. That's why we're ousting horrible district attorneys and prosecutors all over the country from moments just like this to have somebody who knows the community and loves the community right there in place to be able to say, nah, nah, we're not doing that, and we'll never do that. I need you to understand who your district attorney is. I need you to plug in. They are almost 2,400 district attorneys all over the country. You may be electing your new district attorney this month because in many cities and counties, you are having your Democratic primary in March and April, and often there's not a Republican challenger. You may be electing your district attorney next week during Super Tuesday. I need you to check, double check, triple check in your county. I wish I could tell you in all 2,400 counties who you need to be voting for, but I need you to understand who the options are, who the alternatives are, who you need to vote and support for district attorney. That's part one. Part two is a little more nuanced, and I want us to talk about it for a moment. I've said this many times here on The Breakdown, but the truth is America's legal system, the thing we call the criminal justice system, it's not simple. It's amazingly complex. And part of how we end up angry and furious when something like this happens is that we don't fully understand just how corrupt and disturbing and problematic this system truly is. And this goes all the way back to something that I asked you all to do before. It's basically a personal homework assignment. Counties and cities, your county school system, your citywide school system need to have policies banning police arresting children over basic disciplinary issues. Do you hear me? This starts with the school systems. As disturbing as it is to see a police officer do what he did, and yes, there's a lot of work that we could do there within the police departments as well, but we have a lot of influence in our school districts. And when we talk about something called a school-to-prison pipeline, Baby, this is it. This is the school-to-prison pipeline right here. Like, this is not uh, theoretical. This was the literal school-to-prison pipeline. They took Cairo to jail for a tantrum at school. It's not theoretical. They literally are putting her in the pipeline to prison. They arrested her. Do you know that they made her stand up on a stepladder to take a mug shot. I'm not joking. It's in multiple media accounts of people who were there that she was too short for the camera to even reach her face. So they got a stepladder for her to stand on. She's six. Cities and counties, and that includes charter schools, 
like this charter school in Orlando. And, and, you know, the county wanted to raise a red flag several months ago because we had tens of thousands of you call the county. And the county said, hey, 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 we don't have any jurisdiction. This is a charter school. Yes, you do. Counties still have major sway and jurisdiction over every charter school in the district. They are independent academically, but you still have influence. You still have oversight. That's what I had to tell them. The school's still listed on your damn website. They still get funding from the county. You still have major influence, particularly when it comes to safety and security. Every county still plays a real hand in every school. So we need you to begin doing the homework. Does your school system allow police to arrest young children for behavior problems? I need you to start investigating and start thinking through it and your school system, your individual school even. If you're a parent, what are the policies of your children's schools? If you are a local citizen and you don't have children, check on the policies of your school district. Some of the problem is that we are often so checked out that things like this basically just get past us, and we don't know it's a problem until it's a problem. But we're going to have to be proactive on all of these policies, which I have to say this over and over again. I say it in my book, Make Change, which comes out on April 21st. This system that, that we call the legal system or the criminal justice system, it was never meant, it was never built to give us justice. It was built to oppress us. And that's exactly what it was doing with Kaya Roll. That was exactly what it was built to do. And if we wanted to do something different, we have to tear it down and make sure that these policies and rules just aren't in place. Listen, I've got to run. I told you yesterday I am recording the audio book for my book, Make Change, every day this week. It is way harder than I ever expected. So I love you. I appreciate you. Of course, major shout out to our podcast director, Lissandra, to our senior producer, Willis, from Micah and our social media team and everybody else, all the staff and crew at the North Star and all of our supporters. Love and appreciate each of you. Take care, everybody. Break it Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. DC police are arresting drunk and drug drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. Message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department.